So I know there's a girl I caught her pretty pictures on your phone Is she the blonde with the curls? I knew I couldn't trust you Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nhte.net. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from New York, my guest is a singer, songwriter, and professional dancer. Just this week, she won the first ever Dunkin' Donuts Cold Brew Jams Jingle Competition. She has been on national television, ranging from the likes of The Tonight Show to Saturday Night Live, The Macy's Fall Fashion Show, and America's Got Talent, among others. She has performed alongside internationally acclaimed artists such as Madonna, Nicki Minaj, and Ariana Grande, to name just a few. You've been hearing a song called Other Girl, which is by Morgan Page, featuring Rayla, and was co-written by my guest. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Nicole Maduro. Hello there. Nicole, (laughs) we finally did it. Welcome. We finally got on the line. I'm super excited. It's so great to finally have you on the show. Yes, thank you for having me. You are, as I just said in the intro, a singer, songwriter, and professional dancer. But as it relates to the song we were just playing, that was one that you, quote-unquote, just co-wrote. That's not actually yes. that's not actually you singing. But tell the listeners all about that track, though, Other Girl. Yeah, so that's a really exciting release that I just had. It's called Other Girl. The producer is Morgan Page, and the vocalist is actually a friend of mine, Rayla. And that song kind of came about, I was just, I was writing with a couple of my friends at like our, our local studio actually where we live. And, um, it was intended for one of the writers. It was just kind of like a song about her relationship. And we just kind of did it for the sake of, you know, for the sake of writing. And, um, it ended up just getting into the hands of some other people and Morgan Page ended up hearing it and he loved it. And he did a different version and it ended up getting uh, into Rayla's hands as well, who ended up being the vocalist. And it just, it was a long time coming. It took about a year, I think over a year. Yeah. To finally get it into fruition, but it was just released in March and it's been doing really well. It plays on Sirius. Um, and yeah, it was a super exciting release. Um, and just a song that, started off as, you know, kind of just, hey, let's get together and let's just write something fun because that's what we like to do. And it ended up being really successful. So I'm super proud of that one. That, that has to kind of be a bonus, you know, where you think you're just writing it just for, like you say, for fun or for uh, let's fill the time until this or that development. And all of a sudden the thing ends up taking on this whole life of its own and, and goes to, to the place where you just described it has gone to. That, that's probably, you know, the, the proverbial cherry on top. 
Yeah, it's amazing. And to do it with your friends is even cooler, you know, and to have that experience with other songwriters, but, you know, that you're actually friends with. So it's, it makes it really special. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So, wow, we've got a lot of ground to cover here. First, <laughs> yes. listeners, let me blow Nicole's horn for her because I think this is a great lesson. It's a great story for the listeners who are aspiring performers themselves. So, Nicole Maduro is a pro. Let, let me just get that out there first. <laughs> let me establish that from the get-go because cause oh, this is... You. yeah. I looked back, listeners, this girl first emailed me last year in June responding to a message that I had sent to her about coming on NHTE. And we ended up scheduling for October, and something came up, and she couldn't do it. But she lined up Fly By Midnight for me. Cool guys, by the way, listeners. uh, Check out my interview with them. They're a retro pop duo. That's episode 141. And then Nicole proceeded to stay in touch with me you know, email, text messages, liking each other's posts on Instagram, things like that. She even invited me to a show she was going to be doing up where she is. I wasn't able to get there, but I've been continually impressed at the lengths that she has gone to to stay in touch and continue to work toward eventually being on the show. And here she is today. Oh, thank you. And actually, I forgot to mention that the guys who I wrote Other Girl with was Fly By Midnight. Ah, so okay. there you go. Okay. There and, you go. <laughs> and, and Nicole, you are getting your just due. All these efforts that you are making are really paying off big time. Let's start first with the big news this week. Congratulations. Uh, you won thank the you. first ever Dunkin' Donuts Cold Brew Jams Jingle Competition. Tell the listeners yes. all about that. That was so exciting. Um, so I actually found out about the contest oh, maybe a, a month or so ago, or two months ago at this point. And um, it was just through a friend had just like seen the flyer for it and messaged it to me and was like, hey, this hmm. might be cool for you. And I actually forgot about it <laughs> because <laughs> I had just been really busy like working on my project and stuff. And the day before, I kind of remembered like, oh, I think that, you know, that Duncan thing, uh, the, you know, is almost coming to an end, the submission uh, deadline. So I was like, you know what, let me, I'm going to do this. So I went to my studio and we did like a really quick submission. We had so much fun creating it. We were kind of like laughing the entire time and just like, you know, what, whatever, if it happens, it happens. Cool. Were, were there not. parameters that they put on you? Like it has to be only this long or it has to be a certain genre or, or was it just kind of like do whatever you want? There were certain guidelines. They were um, they wanted the submission video to be actually like a do it yourself kind of video. They didn't want to have professional videographers Mm. in there and as far as the song everybody had the same lyrics so it was sponsor specified lyrics yeah and then you had to kind of just make the music around it and make the melodies so that's what we did and you know we we just submitted it i kind of forgot about it again (laughs) and um they ended up contacting me like hey you're one of the finalists so that was super exciting and then um we had a, there was like a, a, a short voting period which counted for like 20% of the overall decision so all of mm. my all of my friends and supporters and everybody was really great about like sharing it and voting and being really active with that so i really appreciate that and then um just on tuesday we had the live show which is where they made the final decision so all the finalists got together and we uh, performed at iHeartRadio in Tribeca which was really cool it was sponsored also by Z100 as well. So I got to meet like some really cool people there. And um, yeah, I ended up winning. So that was really fun. <laughs> yeah, the grand prize was, as I understand it, $10,000 towards studio time, correct? Yes, yes, which is like exactly what I would need, obviously, as a singer and a songwriter. And then um, we're waiting. I'm just waiting to hear confirmation. But 
I do think the jingle will be incorporated into the campaign. So that's going to be really exciting too. So yeah. we, we're going to see what happens with yeah, that. that. That was my next question is, is what will happen with the jingle and, and, and not that, not that $10,000 in studio time isn't a great prize, <clears throat> but it, but is there anything else that goes along with it? You know, like, like that, that Dunkin' Donuts corporate is going to invite you or, you know, whatever is, is there anything else in the prize? Yeah, there's definitely um, a lot of other little details that are involved, and I'm waiting, to, you know, to hear back on, get confirmation on all those things. But there is, you know, I, I there is talk of the jingle being incorporated in the campaign, as well as I think writing a new jingle. So that could be really interesting as well. And um, also, you know, they've lined up like some other interviews for me and stuff like that. So yeah, it's definitely it's been like a really great opportunity and a really great experience. Outstanding. And uh, listeners, uh, if if that bizarre mental Rolodex of mine that you know that I have of, of the history of all the shows serves me correctly, I think it was episode 26 with Rachel Pearl. Um, I know I know that Rachel Pearl was on episode 26. I'm just saying that there was an interview that I did where we were talking about, you know, and, and as you're saying, Nicole, that someone gave you that flyer and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, and, and it gets pushed aside. And, and on that episode, I'm referring to 26 um we were Rachel Pearl and I, she's a singer songwriter in Nashville. We were talking about, you know, is it worth it to do contests and, and where does it get you? And in her case, it got her out to California, um, cause she won and blah, blah, blah. So, so this is cool because, you know, you were bogged down with your own project and you see that laying there and you're going, uh, does anybody win these, you know, is it going to benefit right. me? And, and lo right. and behold, look at, you know, look at where it's taking you now. So that's yeah. outstanding. It's so true. And sometimes like you really just have to take a chance and just say, you know, what, I'm just going to do this and forget about it. And if it works out great and if not, then, you know, on to the next thing, because that's really what like this business is all about. But I have really learned that it's it's oftentimes those things that you don't plan that end up being, you know, really the really great catalysts for other things. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah it's, it's almost kind of, kind of one like, of those you know don't attach to the results kind of thing just do it put exactly. it out there and you know see what happens exactly well and you know along yeah. the way there's a couple things that are going to happen and, and i'm and i believe i'm stealing from that episode 26 but you're you don't know who you might meet along the way submitting this thing or putting it together or both um so you know that's one potential benefit and, and the other side of it is I mean, let's be honest. We all know what a challenge it is every single day to come up with social media content. What am I going to post today on Facebook, on Instagram, on whatever? So yes. even as you're going through this, you're posting stuff. Yeah, it's, it's hey, guys, go and vote for me. But maybe it's a different picture from when you were recording it or a little video clip. So, I mean, you can, you can and you should find those types of benefits in, in those types of initiatives. Exactly. It's, it's just more and more content. And that's what people want to see. They just want to you know, see consistent content. So definitely it's, it's beneficial in many ways. So I was mentioning about when you got the guys from Fly by Midnight to be on my show and listeners, those two guys then got me Brielle Von Hugel, who ended up being on episode 147, a really great interview that I would love for you to go back and check out and hear Brielle's very moving story if, if you didn't hear that interview. So, Nicole, I'm sure you're probably connected to Brielle also. Yes. So I have to ask you, and, and shame on me, by the way, that I really don't know that in the 171 episodes of the show thus far that I've ever really asked this to a guest or at least asked it in this way because <laughs> you seem to be really well connected. So I wonder, what have you found to be, and, and obviously it's different for everyone, so listeners, if, if you're an up-and-coming performer, I'm, I'm asking Nicole 
because this will be what's what's best for her, but everyone's going to have something that works best for them. But Nicole, what have you found to be the best source for you in terms of making connections that have turned into solid opportunities or solid contacts? Because my, because my guess, and I could be wrong, is that singers and dancers don't go to networking meetings. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I would actually say that networking has been probably the best thing for my career. Um, just meeting different people and being open to opportunities and present. And, um, that has really been what has granted me so many opportunities. Like I, I just, I, I'm the type of person that I just work really, really hard. And I think work creates work. So the more that you can put yourself into different, um, you know, opportunities and experiences and, and meet other pe- meet more and more people, it just, it, it kind of, it just, it's like a domino effect. Um, and, and I also think that it's really important to look to kind of to kind of think of it as like how can I help this situation? How can I offer my services as a singer or a dancer? You know, how who who is looking for a singer? Who is looking for a performer? Instead of saying like what can somebody what can somebody do for me? You know, it's kind of like how can I help the situation? So that's been um, I think that's been really helpful too. And yeah, networking is like is everything in my opinion. So I I, I would say. I would say it's just all about really being open and present and like ready to meet people. And you kind of have to be fearless in a way. Um, you know, you kind of have to not be afraid to just like go up to somebody and say, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm so-and-so and this is what I do. And maybe we can, you know, maybe we can collaborate. Maybe we can talk about opportunities or whatever the case may be. Um, so there's two, yeah. there's two follow-up questions that are flying into my head. One is, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that you're saying, and, and this is in the form of a question, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure that you're saying that when you're, when you're saying you find networking to be so valuable to you, you're not going to networking meetings. You're just out at events. So yes. if someone invites you to a film festival, you know, the natural reaction is, I don't do stuff with films. Like, why would they? Hold on a minute. Wait a minute. Who might be there? I don't know who might be. And someone invites you to some kind of like little rooftop cocktail hour thing where you go, well, you know, I just hop on the train and I'm over there, you know, 20 minutes. And yeah, I guess, you know, I don't know who. So you're talking about that type of networking, right? Exactly. Exactly. I don't, I haven't been to any like official networking meetings, but I, if somebody invites me to some kind of event, I'm going, you know, if I'm available, (laughs) I'm going. I and I, I go, yeah, I go to everybody's shows. I support, I, I talk to everybody and I think people get, um, networking can be kind of like a strange thing because I think some people feel like it's like, you know, Oh, like how can you help me? Or like, you know, what can you do for me? But it's, it doesn't have to be that way. It just, if you're really direct about it and you're just like, Hey, you know, we're both in the same line of work and maybe we can, maybe we can collaborate together. It makes it a lot easier and it makes it fun. Um, but yeah, I would, I, I'm, I'm that type that I'm like, you know, if you invite me out to something, I don't care. I don't care what it is. I will still go and, you know, just, you never know. You never know who you're going to meet. Absolutely. You never know. Yeah. So the other follow-up question was going to be, because I'm trying to read the minds of the listeners who are aspiring performers themselves. And when you were saying you tried to, you try to take the approach of who might be looking for a singer, who might be looking for a dancer. Well, how do you know that? How, how do you, how does Nicole Maduro know who might be looking for a singer, who might be looking for a dancer? And I don't mean to put you on the spot. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm trying to, like I say, put myself in the listener's shoes and go, well, wait a minute, I'd like to know who's looking for a singer because I sing. And, and so what, what are kind of an, yeah, an example sure. or two of what you do to find that out? Well, I think, I think it's definitely also like more of a mentality. Um, 
you know, when you think of yourself as like, how can I, how can I serve a situation? I feel like it's, you're kind of bound to attract it, if that makes sense. And I'm yeah, not, yeah, I'm not super, yeah, I'm not like super one of those to be like, oh, like meditate all day long and you will get that brand new shiny car that you want. You know what I mean? But I do think like we have, you know, we're, we're all made up of energies and like what you think is kind of what you attract in, in some way. And I think that's definitely a mentality, but but in, in real life too, it's kind of just, like I said, you know, just like talking to people and, and being open and just thinking of, of yourself as it, it kind of changes the, the narrative of like, instead of being like, Oh, woe is me. Like nobody, you know, like I'm, I'm instead of you looking for someone that can help you, it's like, no, 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 I'm here. I can help you. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it just kind of changes the narrative. And I think it's just like definitely a mental thing that puts you in a really open, like state of mind, if that makes, if yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's great. I, and, and, uh, we're, we're finally doing this, uh, talking for the, for the first time, but, but I can tell yeah. you, you and I are on the same wavelength because I just did a blog. Um, so this, this episode, um, by the time it comes out, the blog will have been about 10 days old. So listeners, when you're on nhte.net, if you want to go and look for it, it's the one that mentions Bill Murray in the headline, click into the blog section. And I said in there about uh, a, a presentation I had recently witnessed by a couple of sales trainers, and they were saying to the people there that, in sales, you really have to have a servant's heart. <clears throat> and I loved that because you know, when do you ever, I mean, to me, that was so refreshing. It's like, wow, wait a minute. People yeah. are telling people, sales trainers are telling sales people you have to have a servant's heart. I mean, those are the people who are always going with their hand out. And so I like what you're saying, Nicole, which is, you know, go in there just with, with the right attitude and, and it'll exactly. come, it'll come back to you. So that's, exactly. that's awesome. Um, we've, we've got a lot here that I still want to cover but without getting ahead of myself, since since we're talking about, you know, these these potential big opportunities, is there one hallmark moment, <clears throat> Nicole, one landmark development in your career that really made the difference? You know, has there been one person or one something that was a major difference maker in you now being where you are, you know, getting on national TV, performing alongside major headliners, that type of success? Yeah, I think, honestly, I... I would have to say, I feel like there's just been so many like little opportunities along the way, little, like little moments, you know, like little discoveries. And I think, I think really what has been the most important thing has been me learning about myself as a person first. Um, and you you can't, you can't really, you, you can't know exactly who you are as an artist unless you know who you are as a person first. So I feel like doing, doing that work has just helped me immensely in, in my professional career. Um, yeah. And also my team, you know, like the team of people around me too, of just my manager and, um, you know, my, my producers and everybody who helps with the entire project. I feel like that has just been, that's been really pivotal to have like a, a support system around me that's constantly working and pushing and planning and, <laughs> and doing all that stuff and, and just, sticking with it. So I don't know if there's been like one moment. I mean, there's been so many amazing experiences. No, I, I, I get it. I mean, bravo. And I'm, and I'm here. I'll, I'll do it. Oh, I'll, I'll, do it I'll do it by the microphone. That's, that's a great answer thank because, you. you know, typically the, the answer you would expect is somebody would say, well, duh, Bruce, I want American Idol, you know, or duh, Bruce, I, I had that video that went viral. You know, how do you, right, how do you right. think, you know, what do you think was the, the, you know, or I got to perform in front of, uh, Quincy Jones, you know, and he signed yeah. me the next day. And so for you to pick something that is not, 
you know, real sexy and shiny and, and like, oh boy, you know, the, some, something that splashed national headlines, you know, or just took over social media. Uh, I, I, I love that. That's, you know, yeah. it, it speaks. And so- also, yeah, for sure. And I, I feel like, you know, there's still so many things that are ahead that I want to do. And that this, like this business is really, really hard. And I feel like people don't say that and they don't, they don't tell young artists that, that it's really hard. And that, um, you know, each, each little victory is like, yes, it's, it's a victory and you, you, it feels so good when you get it, but it's kind of like on still onto the next thing, you know what I mean? And like, just keep, put your head down and keep working like that, that kind of feeling. So I, that has just been, yeah, that, that, that's really been, um, that's been it for me just like working and celebrating along the way, but not, but keep, you know, keeping at it. Yeah. Finish up a great show, you know, enjoy the moment. And then you wake up the next morning and you go, huh? Okay. Well, I gotta right. build. I gotta build on that now. <laughs> on to the next. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> nice, nice. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from New York is singer, songwriter, and professional dancer Nicole Medoro. Check out her official website at www.nicolemedoro.com. You can just look at the title of this episode on your listening device if you need the proper spelling of her last name. On the contact page of her site, you will find links to lots of social media sites. She's on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, in particular, make sure you check out her YouTube channel. She's got lots of subscribers, lots of activity there, a lot of good videos. You can find Nicole's music on SoundCloud, which is one of the platforms that the show is available on. Be sure to keep up with her online for ongoing news and announcements, and you can purchase Nicole's music on iTunes. There are several singles as well as an EP on there. Speaking of buying music or books or really anything for that matter, if you're going to go to Amazon, do go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get over there that would help the show and i would appreciate it equally i would very much appreciate you supporting the show through a donation through our patreon campaign it's patreon.com slash nhte or just go to nhte.net and there is a button there that you can click on to go over to the patreon page there's also a button there for the facebook group it's called nhte listeners although we do have a lot of musicians that are joining that group and kind of chatting with one another in that forum. So look for NHTE listeners. If you want to send us an email, the email address is podcast at nhte.net. And remember that you can sign up for our e-newsletter by putting in your email address at nhte.net. If you don't want to listen to the show at that website, there are icons you can click on there to go over and get it from iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, or tune in radio. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. And of course, our social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, there's links for all of those at nhte.net. Nicole, I had asked you uh, just a minute ago there about a, a pivotal development or, or breakthrough moment in your career, key person, et cetera. But how are you getting the opportunities with these folks that you're performing with on some of these major shows? For example, I mentioned the Tonight Show and Saturday Night Live back in the intro. How how are you getting these big time opportunities? There, there's kind of um, it's kind of different every single time. But um, like I said, you know, it's a lot of hard work, and there's sometimes there's auditions, sometimes there's submission videos, sometimes mm. um, you know it is word of mouth or networking and working with a choreographer, and then they need somebody, you know, somebody for this thing, and and they call you up, and you know, it's always kind of just like a hustle. Um, and it's always kind of different every, every time, but you know, it's like, like I said, networking is extremely important. And then, you know, next, like next thing, you know, somebody is calling you like, Hey, are you available for SNL this weekend or whatever it is? So, um, you know, it's, 
it, it can be different every single time. Like I said, auditioning as well has been like, you know, really great for me. I do have an agency that sometimes books me on different gigs and, um, it's just like, it's just like a hustle and just trying to, you know, seek out as many opportunities as you can. Well, I, so. it's, it's another answer that I love. You're scoring so many points with me. I mean, I, I, oh. I love, <laughs> I love your work ethic. You know, everybody who knows me knows that, you know, that you're, you're hard pressed to find anyone that works harder than I do. And, and I love your work ethic. I admire it because it's, it's, it's like mine. And, and, and so that you threw out so many things there. Sometimes it's a video, sometimes it's an audition. Yeah. I do have an agency that sometimes gets me stuff. Sometimes it's word of mouth. And obviously you're building up such a portfolio and and such a reputation that eventually people say, Oh, this is something you you got to get Nicole Maduro for this. Who trust me, just call her. So, So it's cool that, you know, it's cool that you're showing that all your hard work is paying off you're just making yourself really aware of all the different opportunities and the different channels, the different ways that you pursue all these things. And, and boy, exactly. oh boy, look at, look at how they're paying off. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just like seeing through every opportunity, you know, and sometimes, sometimes they lead to something amazing and sometimes they don't. And that's just kind of, you know, that's just kind of like the nature of the, of the beast. So yeah, sometimes they don't, but that's okay too, because you still exactly. got the experience. You got it on your, on your quote unquote resume, or, or maybe it was something that you're able to get video of, or, or again, we go back to social media content. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's so true though. It's so true. Okay. Now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment, where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is, uh uh-oh, guess what, folks? Putting an iTunes link as the link in your Instagram bio does nothing but frustrate the user when they're on an Android phone. Ugh. At best, it takes you to a web page of iTunes from where you still can't actually go to iTunes since it's an Android phone. However, I've even seen it where it tries to take you to the App Store. Don't risk alienating half your audience. Think twice about putting an iTunes URL as the link in your Instagram bio. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. How about that? Helpful? There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show. To make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers to get the tips in one concise format, there is a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 1, Volume 2, and Volume 3 for purchase in ebook format, giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40, 41 to 80, and 81 to 120, respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery. Let's start some clarifications now, okay? You ready? Yes. Okay, first, there's a video of this on your YouTube channel, the Macy's Fall Fashion Show. So is, is it just me because I now know you and I was just focusing on you or, or were you truly kind of the featured dancer in that group that performed? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious because I watched yeah. it and I thought, you know, I don't know if it is me because I'm because I'm obviously watching for her or if it seems like, OK, that girl there, she's the featured one. I think it actually kind of worked out that way. And I don't think they originally intended that. Um, but when we were in rehearsals, like early on, the choreo- and the choreographer was so amazing, by the way. Um, but he, he like made a joke like, 
oh let, let's put her let's put nicole in the middle she's the, she looks like heidi or like some some <laughs> kind of joke yeah like some kind of joke like that and then i think they kind of ended up like morphing it around that so yeah i definitely had some really cool moments in there which i was not expecting at, like going into it they they hadn't they hadn't mentioned like, oh, we're looking for, you know, one featured dancer or whatever. It was just supposed gotcha. to be a group thing. So it kind of ended up like working out that way. And it was it was so cool for me. And I remember like after that performance was done, I was just like, yes, it. I didn't trip. I, it went well. Nothing. <laughs> <hard happened." laughs> it was, yeah, it was definitely nerve wracking. And we were like in our, you know, in like lingerie, too. So I just remember being like really excited after that had had you know gone really well. Next clarification. Are you still a dancer for the NBA's Brooklyn Nets? And if so, where in the world do you find the time to be at 40 plus <laughs> games a year, not to mention practices and probably appearances, etc.? Oh, my God. That was probably one of the funnest times in my life. I'm not I'm no longer with the Brooklyn Nets, but okay. that was such an epic experience. I mean, like I, I got to I mean, I got to travel. I got to go to Paris, China. We got to go wow. to the VMAs. like and besides all of that, I like just. I have a sisterhood now of, you know, all of those girls that I was on the team with and, um, they're, they're truly like my best friends. So to walk away with like all of those memories and those friendships was absolutely incredible, but no, I'm no longer a Brooklyn Nets dancer cause I'm just focusing on my music, you know, a hundred percent. And yeah, it's definitely a, a really big commitment. So that is kind of why I had to walk away from it. But um, it was, so, oh my God, it was so much fun. I'm so, sure. so much fun. Yeah, back on episode 76 of the show, my guest was uh, Jordan Elena. She's a uh, singer-songwriter in Nashville, and she is also a dancer. And at the time that I was interviewing her, I don't think she does this anymore, but she was part of the the Nashville Predators, the NHL team. Uh, oh, they're, okay. they're um, I don't know what you call them, but uh, I'll just say dancers to advance the conversation. But and and I kind of thought the same thing with her. Like, where in the world does this girl get time to be one of the Nashville Predators girls when she's yeah. a singer and a dancer and, and blah blah blah? Uh, okay, another clarification. Back in the intro, I mentioned America's Got Talent. So when were you on that show, and were you singing or dancing? And if you were dancing, were you a solo act? Were you supporting someone else, or were you part of a group? So I was actually on America's Got Talent as a performer, not as a contestant. And I performed ah. with, um, yeah, I performed with the Illusionists, which ended up, I, I ended up being a dancer and a magician's assistant actually, um, on Broadway with them. Wow. So yeah, that was last year. It's, it's actually, they only, they do, um, it's a limited engagement on Broadway that they do. So I did it for like eight weeks, I think they come for the holidays. And that was another thing where I knew it was going to be a huge time commitment, but I was kind of like, Hmm, this is Broadway. So I think I'm going to say yes to this. (laughs) Um, and it was really, really fun. I got to do like so many magic tricks, which is something I've never did done before. I got to like pop out of things and like become a bird and, and do all this like really, really fun stuff. So that was, we kind of did a little segment from the show on America's Got Talent. And then we like went on to do the, um, the show on Broadway. So that's what that was about. Again, the, the, the follow-up questions are racing into my head. So the first one is, because I talked before about your, your awesome YouTube channel, is there any video of you doing any of this stuff? I don't actually. There, there is footage from America's Got Talent. Um, from the show, I think there's footage somewhere out there, but I don't, but I don't, not, I don't, I don't have YouTube. it on my channel. Okay. Yeah. So, somewhere, the other, so the other question is, so, so explain this to me. So walk me through this, because what, what it sounds like you're saying 
is and, and it's just like uh, somebody goes on The Voice and they don't win, but then all of a sudden the next thing you know they've got this album coming out and you know and it's and it's pretty well known that you know wow so and so. So are you saying that this American America's Got Talent group that you were with that they didn't win yet they were still able to build off of that to go onto putting the show on on Broadway? No, so they're actually. Um so, okay, a little backstory. So uh, one of the magicians, his name is James, he was at, he actually got his start on, I think, uh, like Britain's Got Talent or one of those other Got Talent shows. So uh-huh. this was a while ago. And so um, he got his start on that show a while back. And um, The Illusionist, which is like this t- big touring magi- uh, magic show, they they like found him and they were like okay we want to make you uh, one of the illusionists okay so he he joined the illusionists and then from you know he began touring with them and then from there they invited the illusionists to perform on America's Got Talent so okay. they weren't actually contestants they were they were actually like an like an invited guest as like you know yeah. just to perform on one of the shows Cool, cool. So that's kind of the backstory of that. Yeah. Wow. Just just when just when you think you start peeling back all the different layers of Nicole Maduro, here's this like, <laughs> oh, and I also got to do this uh, illusionist. I was a magician's assistant. It's like what? <laughs> that was really fun. Yeah, it was. It was so. It was so different from like other things that I've done. <laughs> So I love, cool. it. I love it. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from New York is singer, songwriter, and professional dancer Nicole Maduro. Check out her official website, www.nicolemaduro.com. Like I said, just look at the title of this episode on your listening device to get the proper spelling of her last name. When you go to nicolemaduro.com, there are icons for all her social media. On, on the contact page of her site. She's on Facebook, YouTube, which you've heard me talk about a few times now, her YouTube channel. She's also on Twitter. She's on Instagram. You can find Nicole's music on SoundCloud, which is one of the many platforms that the show is available on. Be sure to keep up with Nicole online for ongoing news and announcements. You'll hear why in just a minute or two with one of the upcoming questions I'm going to ask her. You can purchase Nicole's music on iTunes. There are several singles as well as an EP, all from Nicole, on iTunes. If you're looking for her music, if you're looking for other people's music, if you're just flat out going to Amazon to buy something, period, I'd really appreciate it if you would get there by going to nhte.net and just click on the tall Amazon banner to get over there. And then patreon.com slash nhte is where you can contribute to this show. It is an ongoing monthly donation. There are a lot of different gifts, a lot of different rewards for the varying levels. If you go to nhte.net, there is a button there for Patreon. It's right alongside the button to join the Facebook group, which is called NHTE Listeners. Get yourself into that group and you can talk about guests that have been on the show. You can talk about some of the interviews that I've done or just talk about some of the other things that people in that group are talking about. A lot of them are musicians. If you want to write in, uh, the email address is podcast at nhte.net. And while you're at nhte.net, be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there. And of course, this show can be heard on a number of platforms, like I said, besides SoundCloud and besides listening to it at the website. iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio are some of the others. There's icons for all those on NHTE.net. Do be sure you're subscribing so you get the show automatically every week and help us out by telling a friend about it. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram are the different social media platforms for our show. There's icons for all those at NHTE.net. 
Nicole, wow, we're starting to head into the home stretch here, and we still haven't gotten to your original music. So, so let's do that now. First yes. is you did actually put out two singles already this year. I was just talking a minute ago about that you've got music on iTunes. In January, you released I Got You and Starving. Yes. Yeah, so those are actually cover songs. Um, those are on my YouTube channel as well with videos. And um, yeah, I just... I wanted to put out some content and I, I like to, you know, when I do a cover, I like to kind of change it up and make it different. So that's why I also choose to put it on iTunes. Cause I do feel like, you know, it, it's kind of like a little bit of its own. It, it sounds different, you know, than just listening to the original. So yeah, it's up on iTunes, Spotify. Um, and I have the video on YouTube. So yeah, you can check those out as well. And I'll definitely still be putting up more covers even, you know, while I'm working on my original music and releasing some of those songs as well. Was there any rhyme or reason in terms of I Got You and Starving in terms of, you know, how or why you selected those two songs? Or is it like, you know, quite honestly, Bruce, you know, I was just really digging those songs at the time and thought I'd record yeah, them. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm just kind of like, I hear, I hear a new song and just like, oh my God, I love this. And, you know, I, or get an idea of how I can do it differently or actually with starving too. I, I really wanted to do starving because, um, I, I just had the funny idea to do the music video of like eating ice cream and like donuts. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, that would be so much fun to do that. So that's kind of why I chose that song. And then I, I got you, I just really liked when I heard it and I kind of did a little bit of a different rendition of it. Um, so yeah, it just kind of comes down to that. Cool. So then in terms of original music, what is the status of your EP? Do, do you know do you know when it will come out? Do you know how many songs will be on it and any types of details like that that you can share with the listeners at this point? Yeah, so I can't give out all the details yet because we're still solidifying everything. But I can say that I definitely have a single coming out this summer that I'm super excited about. Um, it's definitely a summer jam. <laughs> um <laughs> And we're going to be doing like really heavy promotion for it. We're going to be like throwing parties and doing giveaways and merchandise and all that really fun stuff for fans to get really excited about. Um, but yeah, we're still kind of solidifying exactly what is going to be on the EP. I'm thinking it's going to be like four to five songs. Um, and I'm just really, really excited because this has been, um, you know, kind of a long time coming of like just writing it and, and putting the whole vision together and, you know, finding things that really reflect the Nicole Maduro brand. And like I said, I know, you know, I really know who I am now as a person. So it, it, it's just makes it even more special as an artist, you know? So I'm super excited to like share all those songs and all those stories and the whole vision. So because you mentioned earlier about the team that you have, will these songs that will end up on the EP, will they all be written solely by you or will there be some co-writes? There, um, there are some co-writes actually. I have, um, a friend, her name is, her stage name is Pony Maine. Um, <laughs> we, we write together. She's actually more of a pianist, but she's an incredible songwriter and, um, she has a couple of co-writes and then I have a co-write with, um, Shay Taylor and A-Rod who are, uh, songwriters and producers out in LA and they have some really, um, they have some really dope credentials, under their belt. So, um, yeah, I have some exciting co-writes actually, but, um, yeah, there's also some, that, some songs that are just completely written by me as well. So we're kind of just, uh, you know, figuring out which ones are definitely going to end up on the EP. And a foregone conclusion, I take it that those will obviously be recorded in New York. Yes. Those have, most of them have been recorded in New York and, um, I'm actually going out to LA next week to work on some songs as well. So, <laughs> um, 
sorry, not next week, next month. So those could end up on the EP as well. So Well, you know, I, I laugh because last week on the show, uh, Heather Jeanette, she's a singer-songwriter out in Los Angeles, and we were talking about her new single that just came out, and I said, obviously it was recorded in, in L.A., but, you know, tell me about blah, 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 blah. And then she says, well, actually it was recorded in Nashville. And I'm like, why does someone from L.A. go to Nashville? And she goes, because it's a country song. And I'm like, duh. <laughs> Gee, Bruce. Oh, my God, that's boy, funny. Aren't I, aren't I the smartest interviewer in the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nicole, my final two questions We'll put a nice bow, a nice bow on the whole Nicole Maduro package. The first part of the question is: When did you start singing? When did you start songwriting? And when did you start dancing? And then the second part is: Has there been one absolute number one career highlight for you, whether whether it was as a singer, as a songwriter, or or a dancer? Okay, so first question: um, I started I started singing when I was five, and I started dancing when I was five. Wow! Uh, yeah, I mean, I was an only child, and um, I think I I was like really creative right away, just because I was trying to like find ways to just entertain myself. <laughs> um, and I was actually really bad at both when I was <laughs> when I was young. <laughs> yeah, I was really really bad. But my parents were really cool, and I also used to like um, I used to like draw fashion designs and stuff, and they would let me like tape my my creations like to the walls in the house and everything. So they were like really supportive like that. Um, but then as I, as I got older, I started really like getting into it and, and started getting better. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and same thing with songwriting. I really didn't start songwriting till like I, I would attempt to write songs in high school, but again, like I really wasn't that good at it, honestly. And then, um, as I just got a little bit older, something kind of just clicked and like, I just wrote a song one day and I was like, Oh, okay. And then wow. from there I just started writing. And then, you know, um, a couple years ago I started writing with on the piano and that really changed things as well. Mm. Started all these songs just started like pouring out of me and I kind of found my sound that way. Well, but um, wait a minute now. So, so if someone went to see you perform live, would you just be singing or would you be playing piano while you're singing? Uh, I, I, it's not playing piano isn't like my go-to I'm more of a like I have backup dancers and I'm more of a big like explosive yeah, performer yeah, in that way yeah. but for, recently for um the past the past couple of shows I've done I did do like a, a, a mini set where I actually sat at the piano and played oh, nice. I can accompany myself it's not it's not like my go-to but um mm -hmm. but yeah I can you know if I if I want to okay so. so then like I said so now that now that we have the foundation now that we have the background the history so now present day when you look back is is there is there one absolute number one career highlight for you? Oh my god, that's so hard to say. I mean, honestly, there's been like so many amazing moments. Yeah, um, and it's and it's okay to say no, there's not. But you know, yeah. I mean, were there were Try there were there? Are, so so take me through your thought process. What ones are you deciding between? Like, hmm, I'm, if I'm, I have to tell them one, it's going to be this, this, or this. It's just so hard because like each one has come at a different point in my life. Like I can't even think about the first like the first you know, the first job that I ever booked or like, um, you know, like when I was 18, really the first professional thing I did was that I, I had like one, um, I had actually won a contest to dance for Madonna and then was like in, ended up being in her music video, like mm. later on, completely unrelated though, like completely, I had just auditioned for that and booked that. And that was like, <laughs> you know, that was like super early on, you know what I mean? So yeah, like, it's yeah. hard to like, like, I wouldn't say at this point that that was a highlight of my career, but just yeah. at that age, that was so huge I'm for sure. me. And that was like epic. And, um, 
Yeah, I don't know, but more. I mean, I guess more more recently, just um, oh God, I don't even know. There's well, you know, but and it's because it's easy to get when you're sitting on my side of the microphone. It's easy to to get drawn to things like Saturday Night Live or the Tonight Show, you know. And you go, well, Jimmy Fallon, you know. Well, what about this? What about this? And so, but uh, you know, but you have done so much. Um, and, and, and you're going to continue to do more and bigger and better things. I know it. And, and so, you know, I, I, I get where you're coming from. It's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fair perspective to say, look, you know, they're all cool moments, but they're at different times. So they all mean different things. Exactly. And it's kind of just like enjoying the ride and just having fun with it. No doubt. Well, uh, we're going to yeah. close today with a song called where it hurts. Nicole wrote this song and she's featured on it, listeners. Yes. But before we let you go, Nicole, tell the listeners all about this one. So this was really interesting, too, because I had um, gotten in contact with a producer named Bilo and he sent me the beat and he's like, hey, you know, do you want to write to this? And I did. And um, we ended up releasing it briefly on SoundCloud. And like it it got some crazy it got like 40,000 hits within like two or three days or something like that. Yeah, it was like it was doing really well. And then um, these other producers uh, called Fight Club, they came in and they were like, hey, we want to kind of like re we want to get in on this. basically." (laughs) So they ended up doing like a different production. And um, we we ended up taking down the original version and re-releasing it. And this time it premiered on Trap City, and now it's got it has like over three hundred thousand views or something like that. So mm. it did pretty well. And um, yeah, this is just a song that I like co I, that I wrote like you know just in my room. <laughs> so um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's just it's a fun song, and we were we were excited about the release. Outstanding, outstanding. Yeah. Well. Listeners, as you can tell, I'm smitten. This is uh, this girl's this girl, this girl's a keeper. Um, Nicole, thank you ever so much. I'm just so thrilled that we finally got to do this. And uh, gosh, I, I'm I'm going to wish you nothing but the continued best. And I know that you're just going to do amazing things. So thank you for taking the time to do this with little old me. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm I'm really glad we finally got to do this. No doubt, no doubt. Listeners, that will do it for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, and professional dancer. Nicole Maduro, do visit her official website. It's www.nicolemaduro.com and then engage with her on social media. So that means like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to her YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell her you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Don't forget that you can purchase Nicole's music from iTunes and keep up with her online for more details as she continues towards her EP. And if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, remember that you can find Nicole on there as well. Don't forget to visit www.nhte.net and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and share, they call it repost episodes there, and you can also follow on SoundCloud. Engage with the show too. Go to nhte.net and click on the icon to go join the Facebook group. You can also write in via the email address podcast at nhte.net. Get with us on the various social media platforms that you'll find links to at nhte.net, those being Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Please also consider supporting the show with a donation through Patreon. There's a button at nhte.net for that. Check out the t-shirts and hats at nhte.net too. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song. This is the one that Nicole just talked about. It's called Where It Hurts. 
You got me right, 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 you got me right,